Hello and welcome to the Film Ireland podcast. I'm Gemma Cray and I'm chatting with Patricia Kelly, the director of the wonderful woman-led drama Verdigree, ahead of her Galway Film Flash screenings. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us. It's really lovely um, to have you here. It was really lovely to watch your beautiful film um, and 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 see some strong female talent, um, great female-led story, uh, something really meaty and and beautiful, and done on a shoestring, I believe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs> quite so some, yeah, and it doesn't look at it all like it's it's beautiful, it's polished, it's it's glamorous, it's it's showing Dublin and and the 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 different sides of Dublin in a very different light so it's 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 gorgeous um and I'm so familiar with your work I've been a fan of you for years of looking at your shorts in our short film showcase we've um you know kind of been been working like looking at the the work that you've been doing and it's it's really exciting to see um now how that has blossomed into this uh, lovely feature so um thank you delighted <laughs> delighted to to get to see it um, and uh, the Galway Film Flat, there's no better place to to have your premiere. Absolutely. Oh, it's great. Now, the, the whole team are are, uh, are just delighted now. Um, it was it was it, the, the Galway Film Flat was was our aim from from the very beginning. Uh, uh, when I was chatting to uh, producer, uh, co-producer Paul at the time was last year and I said, hey, I'm doing this thing. Uh, we're going to be shooting in January, February. You know, would you is this something that you'd like to come on board with? Here's all the details. And it's pretty much his first question was, could we could we have it in Galway? Could we get it finished in time for Galway? And I was like, wait a minute, I'm I'm pretty sure Galway's final deadline is mid March. So <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, we'll do what we can. <laughs> so really, from, from the, so we we kind of moved our shoot dates backwards a little bit to the very you know for earlier uh, to give us as much time as possible. And the whole time we basically just told everyone, look, we are aiming for Galway. We're just going to see what we can do, and if we can, super. So it's just it's so exciting, and uh, and. and and we're just all thrilled. Everyone, everyone is delighted, you know, um, and, and it's lovely. It's it's really, uh, yeah, it's, it's very special for me because, you know, having done a number of shorts over the years and then um, worked on something that's kind of so, uh, so personal and with such an amazing bunch of people. And I'm and I am thrilled that, uh, you know, the end result really, uh, uh, you know, belies the, 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 the pathetically small budget. And it, of course, it was always our aim that it would not look like what it was she was shot for or anything like that, which is. I mean, it has to be. I have to say, it's it's so much of that is due to the the uh, you know amazing cinematography and production design and color grade and and everybody's work and the sound design and it all looks and sounds so so beautiful and I and I'm I'm thrilled to bits. Fabulous and oh and, and the cast as well. There's such a beautiful chemistry. But I'm going to delve into all those lovely bits and I want yeah. to learn a little bit more about you as a filmmaker. So you said you had worked on shorts in the fast past. I had seen them. They're beautiful. Um, but just a little bit about how you got into that field. Um, you were an actor, started mm-hmm. off as an actor. So how you kind of transitioned. I just want to get a little bit more background. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I began as an actor. Originally, I thought that oh, that's that's what I'll do. That's what I'll be. And so did a few things, did a few bits, but you know, didn't it didn't take off the way I would have liked it to. So then I started writing, and I thought, oh yeah, great. Now, but you know, writing and acting, you know, what a beautiful combination. I do that, and that'll take off. And then it didn't. 
didn't. <laughs> and uh, and I just said, so I, I really, I, I was writing a number of different things and I thought, okay, I'll just, fo I'll really focus on, on screenwriting, script writing. That's what I'd like to do. So I went off and did the uh, master's in IADT. Um, after I went back to, to um, college uh, virtually with, with the OU um, as, as an adult, when I had my first child um, and, and really wasn't sure that I was going to be able to do it at all, but that worked out wonderfully. And I did a BA in English Lit and then went on to do the master's, which was fantastic. And I just loved being able to utterly focus on the craft of writing. Uh, you know, it is such a, it's such a beautiful craft, screenwriting. And, and uh, I, I loved my time there and I loved studying, studying it. And I thought, okay, super, this is great now. I, now I know what I'm doing and now people will read my work and buy my work and here we go. And immediately you'll step out into the world and you'll be handed your first TV series. Like that's exactly. how you, that's how we all thought. <laughs> so, so, that, so that didn't quite work out either. <laughs> Never does. So, so then eventually, so I've been a member of a writer's group uh, um, which is kind of supported by the, the the Guild, the Writers Guild of Ireland, and I've been, uh, you know, doing that for about ten years, and it's fantastic because we 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 critique each other's work. Very very supportive group. So you know whether somebody brings a, a, a like a tenth draft of a completed screenplay that they're just about to send to a producer, or somebody, and in this case, in 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 Verdigree, I basically brought an outline. You know, so <laughs> a little bit further along than bullet points, but really basic to kind of go. This is the, just the beginning of an idea. You know, is is it does this have legs? That kind of thing. Um, but anyway, one of the other members of the group, uh, if, if few years ago just kind of went off and started making shorts and I was like oh my god he, he has credits now that I don't have after all the work that I've done and I thought okay stuff this <laughs> so I had I had no idea how to make films so I then went on YouTube <laughs> and uh, <laughs> did a second master's if you like uh, on YouTube learning how to make films and and just and then just said look I know I'm going to make lots of mistakes along the way but uh, uh, again look, lucky to get wonderful people to collaborate with me on my shorts and learn loads and loads and loads to, to give me the confidence to just pile ahead now with the feature and just get on with it. And that's great. You have um, like your your shorts have screened at great festivals. They've yeah. like they've they've really kind of made a mark. They've I think as well, you you have a real empathetic edge to your films that translates into this. Like I, I would say it's, you know, that thing where you people say, oh, finding your voice where it's, it's mm -hmm. very clear that you think a lot about who your subjects are, your characters in your film. And I think that I think that's really wonderful to watch and um, that that Thank evolution you. of of mm. your work as a, as it as it grows. Um, and and again, you, you've curated something really, really beautiful here. And you mentioned that it was a personal effort. Um, so tell me a little bit about because like the blood, sweat and tears of shoot of mm. first of all, writing and uh, <laughs> a feature is is like it's such a mammoth task mm. to you know to 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 keep the themes in mind to really understand your characters to have like underlying depth to every scene and you know mm. deal with subtext and like it's a mammoth and then keep all the threads alive that that are woven through it like because then again if you cut something like it might not it might not fit back in yeah. and like yeah. it's so complex um and I think it's like it is it's it's just it's very very strong in its characters and and the way that it presents and and I think you really touch on the humanity in a way that's so well so just talk to me a little bit about that process because I, sure. I think it's wonderful to watch thank you thank you very much well yeah you know uh, th th this was <clears throat> this was this th this script was written in order to be made for a tiny sum of money in a very short space of time um and so that those practical considerations were there from the beginning and 
all the way through. Um, and I think it really kind of helped to, it, it gave the project in terms of its writing a, a very strong focus. Because for example, you know, whenever I would be thinking of, oh, well, how could the scene work harder? Or how could the, you know, all, all the different things that that, that come into the, the craft of, of, of script writing. I, I, I and, and with feedback that I was getting from, from other people and that it always really had to come down to, <laughs> there can't be more locations. There can't be more characters. We have to, these, these are our locations. These are our characters and the drama simply has to come from them and the relationships have to come from them, you know, uh, because we just had to constantly have, uh, I had to keep those practical considerations in mind. But I think that really helped um, because it helped maintain a focus. And I knew from the very beginning, look, because of our constraints, um, this is a character piece. It's always going to be one. It's about the relationships between these people. It's about, you know, what's going on in their lives individually and then together. And then within that, um, we're then going to I'm then going to explore all of these different themes and 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 how can they, you know, bounce off each other and interact with each other and 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 so on, you know. So so it was uh, on this project, I actually found it quite helpful to have those kind of parameters to work within because it forced me to keep things small in a, in a, in a way, you know, and, and, and personal and, and really focused on these, these specific characters and, and what's going on with them, you know? And then as I brought it along, got more feedback from my writers group and brought new drafts to them and so on. Um, and then also then I, I did uh, one of Mary Kate Flanagan's courses as well with this project in mind that was hugely helpful and, and things like that. So using those kind of things, I've on other work with people before and so on. So bringing everything that I'd learned really from a decade of, of writing, I'd written, you know, a good number of other uh, scripts before, bringing it all together to, to hone this to, to be a very, very specific thing. There were just these really beautiful moments that I, I thought captured the, the female experience so well. And I think it's the observation of coercive control in the relationship um, played by um, Geraldine McLinden's character and and her husband in that. And I'm like, it was just that fiscal control, that that restraint, that lack of actual violence that just mm. slowly, slowly escalates. Um, I think that was just beautifully sort of captured in 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 the subtle inclinations of it, and mm -hmm. and you know like her kind of her her small self and and how she makes herself so much kind of physically smaller when she's around people, and again like just beautiful performance from her like just gorgeous and then I think you also tackle the deal of sensuality and sexuality very beautifully where you know we have a sex worker and she's not ashamed of her work. Mm -hmm. And she loves her body, but, you know, it's more about the unhealthy power dynamics within that that's explored really well. Yeah. And again, like it's almost like her sensuality is is her power. And it's and again, Jeremy McLendon's character, like I, I think I said this to you before, there was just such a beautiful moment where she just said, I never had that relationship with my body. Like, I, you know, you always kind of grow to detest it. And obviously you yeah. delve a little bit back into your character's backstory as to why that is everything is beautifully woven through but I just thought that was just very well observed and very emotional and very true and I think it's true for so many women as well like probably reared and shaming Catholic Ireland um yeah so, so I just, want, just wanted to talk about like you know finding those depths um like how many drafts did you have to go through to to nail that to to kind of get that onto the page and um, was that something you workshopped with your actors and then went back and fed into it? How do you find these? 
a little a little bit in terms of the workshop shopping and and i i think i think all of those kind of themes those things that i wanted to explore how two women who look so very different um can have such very different ideas um and feelings on their own bodies um and and how everybody how how other people particularly men um uh, inform those ideas that we have about our bodies but how that can shift and change as well and how we're constantly just comparing ourselves uh with with other people with you know images and the media, etc. And so on, you know, um, so so those kind of themes and the things that I wanted to explore, including the the, the course of control and things like that, um, they they I knew that I wanted to deal with them from the very beginning. So they were kind of part of the fabric of it from 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 the first draft, if you like. Um, and then they, they, you know, as I discussed them, as I was going through different drafts and, and thought, well, well, what's, you know, it's always very difficult to to uh, find that line between over explaining and and but still, you know, or, or, or being subtle and clarity and things like that. That's always very difficult. And is one of, I think, the, the biggest struggle of, of, of being a writer is, uh, you know, you, you are supposed to trust your audience and, and allow them to make their own their own connections. But you, 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 you can't be unclear either at the same time, you know. Um, but in terms of um, I, I did do workshopping, which was super um, helpful. Uh, I think after about I think I think in total, we probably had about mm, I'm going to say six drafts, um, something like that. And after roughly about draft three, um, I, I hired a, a, a room in, in the, the, the lab in Foley Street. And uh, yes, super. Yeah, very reasonably priced. Uh, it is. It's yeah. fab. And, I, and I put an ad out and I and I uh, got um, eight women who were Marion's age and eight women who were Jules age and, and brought them together um, for, for eight mini workshops. Um, and I didn't I purposely didn't give them the whole script in advance, even though it was available. I, I only I gave them a couple of scenes, for example, one that was kind of towards the beginning, maybe when they first meet and it's just aggro bit between them. And then one kind of at the end where we get a real sense of their their their, their friendship. And I said, now I want you to just come and we just improvise and we'll just talk about the characters. So, you know, for them, it was I think it was interesting that they had no idea how they the characters got from A to B. And then when we were able to talk about it, I was like, well, you, you, you tell me how you think the characters got from A to B. And that was really interesting to hear those uh, those ideas. And then uh, we, we did some uh, workshopping kind of around the scenes and just improvising. And so things came out of it. Um, that that I wasn't really expecting. Um, for example, one of the things that changed fundamentally was I originally thought that that Jewel was going to join Marion in the search for Jewel's mother. Um, and then but but through that workshop, basically pretty much every single one of the eight uh, jewels that we workshopped, every one of them just had this um, defensiveness about the mother and didn't want to know actually That's what so happened to her. Powerful. Uh, it, and I, I was that. not. Yeah. And I was not prepared for that. And it was yeah. really interesting. I thought, well, OK, clearly the script is changing. And now actually that gives us a lovely opportunity for Marion to go off and do this detective work on her own and then present ta-da, it to Jewel. And we get that lovely reaction from Jewel then as to as to. And and the fallout from that, you know, and um, but that was something that that very specifically came from the from the workshopping. So, yeah, that was a great experience, and I and I think I'll do that again. And it was it was so helpful. And I I I, I believe the, the actors told me it was lovely as well that they you know were able to just turn up and kind of play with their own craft as well, and just kind of look at character and what kind of came out of it of it for them with with very low stakes, you know, that kind of way. That's that is so gorgeous. Um, I I you do get such an instinct, and I do think actors' instincts are just so powerful yes. and true. They just get character on this, on this whole deep level. Um, that makes perfect sense. And so, when did you take your writing hat off and put on your directing hat? 
I guess I, I suppose really it, it happened for starting the in the rehearsal, um, be, because I knew that the, the the when we were rehearsing there would be some changes left, some small tweaks. Um, to the uh, to the script, which there was. So let's say let's if we're calling it uh, script eight, uh, eight eighth draft between seven and eight. There weren't huge changes. Just some things that came out. Very often it was to do with maybe how 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 the actors. If I, I always said, look at if 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 a line comes out differently, that's fine. We'll change it. It goes into the script that way. I wanted them to be completely free with how they wanted to express whilst in the character. You know, uh, so th so those kind of changes really in that in that kind of last draft. Um, and really, I kind of what I discovered, I think, when I was doing this process with the feature film was that my my responsibilities kind of changed throughout the process. So obviously, when I was in the early part as a director, I had a very deep responsibility to the script. Um, to make sure that uh, as I was casting, as we were rehearsing, we were staying, we were honoring the script and not and, and keeping a keep, keeping an eye on it, you know. Um, but I found then that once we got to shooting, in that kind of way, it it it, it, it I had to leave the the writing behind, and at that point, I found that my focus and my responsibility shifted. Um, on set to being primarily for the actors. I was there really to serve the actors. That was my primary job. But also my secondary job was to serve the editing process. Um, so 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 I suppose really on day one of the, the uh, um, day one of the shoot, 16th of January, uh, I stopped being a writer, if you like, at that point and had to say, look, and I'm leaving. I've now the, the, the actors have the script. They have it in their hearts, in their heads, etc. I trust them implicitly with it. And I'll, and I'll let that go. And, and now I just I'm there to serve the actors and to serve the editing process. And tell me about um, prepping for a shoot like this on a micro budget. So mm. like a lot of goodwill. I mean, I mean, even mm. even with everything donated, things still cost money. How mm. I, I, I know you did um, a fundraising campaign to cover mm. expense. Just talk to me a little bit about kind of cobbling that together as well, because again, what you have come out with at the end really exceeds the sum of yeah. the parts. Yeah. yeah, I think I think really what what how we were so successful uh, in that is be is, is having again utter clarity and honesty with everybody involved. You know, from the very beginning we said, look at everybody is on the same rate of pay. Everyone's on the same daily rate. It's 120 quid for everybody. I fully understand uh, that many people can't uh, work for that. And some people that I did asked would they like to collaborate on this project said, listen, I'd I'd love to work with you but I, my, my rate has changed and has moved up and all the rest and I've invested in other equipment and I said I 100% understand and I hopefully another project I'll have <laughs> I'll have bigger resources and we'll get to work together again and other people then were like I totally understand I'm doing this because I because I just love the project but I so I think absolutely knowing that that everyone's on the same daily rate it's very small but there we are you know and and it either suits you or it doesn't um, and similarly then you know with with all of the HODs who would, who would normally have some kind of a budget to be able to say listen this is what the budget is and no it is pathetically small um, but it's but it's all we've got so if you think that you can work within those those um, parameters and and, uh, and 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 you know go and then on your own um, get get other favors or or however whatever magic you can possibly work to make the most of this. Um, 
So I thought, so I think that was it. And everything from the we got great caterers and the food was amazing. And again, they they did as a special deal and all of those kind of things. And everyone there was really really goodwill. I think moving from from shorts to to uh, to my first feature, I, I I found that there was just <laughs> there was a little love really for the whole process. Um, and and so I think it was a I think it was a mix of those two things. Um, you know, just the, just the genuine goodwill and wanting to see something succeed, and and also then everybody just knowing well what what was being asked of them and and what was expected and so on. That's that's really kind and fair. So tell me a little bit as well about shooting in the two communities, and even your depiction of them is very um like accurate and enjoyable to watch. And I love how um Geraldine's character goes into. Uh, goes into the you know I can't make head nor tail of how to do the consensus because like people yeah. don't trust her as a figure of, of a yeah. perceived figure of authority and I was like yeah of course yeah <laughs> yeah like what are you doing here yeah you look yeah. after us yeah absolutely and uh, you know one of my one of my favorite things that, that just from the very very end of the film in in the color grade um our, our colorist Magdalena did such a lovely job she really made the uh hives best really stand out <laughs> and when Marion in particular is walking through the sad complex you know she's just such a you know she she really sticks out uncomfortably and uh, um yeah so so well but basically um i i did the the, the the part of the idea came from me being a census enumerator in 2016 yeah it had that um, real lived experience yeah, i could tell yeah. reading i could tell watching and i was like oh yeah she has somebody's she has done, done this, this. <laughs> somebody's yeah someone very close has done this <laughs> yeah i was living in dublin one at the time and um uh, i had full-time day job and i was doing this on the side to get a few extra quid and uh, so i was walking around to the North inner city and there were, there were lots of really really interesting experiences um and I um enumerated uh Buckingham Village uh that big flat complex there on on Buckingham Street which from the outside the street side looks very imposing and looks like kind of Victorian and looks scary and things like that and even when you go to go in there's kind of a security office and gates and things like that so you know it was it, it was a little bit daunting and then of course once I got in and met everybody and the, everyone was so lovely and so on that was that was a, a you know that was a learning experience for me and and anyway the, the whole experience was just so different and unusual I thought, oh I'm so going to write about this at some point you know this is this will feature in something at some point and so then when I um when I knew I wanted to write a, a kind of a, a a very kind of personal story, you know, in 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 a few locations and that, that this just seemed like the absolute obvious one to go for. Um, uh, so then, really, other than that, it was it was it was taking a look at all the places that I've lived in my life. I've lived in lots of different, you know, kind of kind of areas, rural, inner city, you know, a couple of different countries, that kind of thing, and kind of bringing that all together and say, well. You know, like there are things that I learned from from uh, living in some kind of more middle class areas, you know, and 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 they, you know, really kind of stick to themselves as, as, as and maybe they live and die in the same place that they, you know, they're very insular as well, just in the same way that some people from, you know, an inner city area can also be very kind of insular. And so it's the same thing, but different. <laughs> so I thought that that was interesting to explore and how you know everyone is really just having the same experience but just it, it's just colored differently and that that is very very interesting and what was your length of shoot then how did you capture all this yeah so we had 15 days we it was a monday to friday uh, f- uh five days a week um and we basically so there were some long days in there was it? Uh, yeah they were now we we did a great first ad who, who kept us uh kept us on track and kept it moving and didn't wouldn't let us go over time which is exactly what you need and what you want 
But it was, again, it was designed that way. So, I mean, probably one of the drafts of the script was 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 largely shaped by scheduling and things like that. So, for example, I, I would have sat down um, maybe even just before Brian for CD Brian came on board and looked at it and said, OK, look, it, I want this it has to be in three weeks. Realistically, I want one week to be outdoors, walking around, doing the census. Second week in Marion's environment, a third week in Jules' environment. That's basically how it was, it was structured. So, uh, in fact, the, the, the some of the, the actual the script changed because I found that, oh, actually, it's heavily overweight in, in, in one area. So, for example, maybe where they might have had a conversation in Jules' kitchen, yet another one, you know, now that 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 went outside to to be walking and talking uh, uh, that so that so those kind of practical considerations to even it out a little bit so that we could have five days um, of them uh, exterior and then five in each of their environments and then you know interweave them so that you know we don't get too tired of looking at one uh, location for too long <laughs> and talk about interweaving so your first cut was deeply long you were saying it was over <laughs> two and a half hours <laughs> it was two hours now I know your your assembly edit is always going to be long but I looked at it and went what the? <laughs> How is it this long? So, um, yeah, that was, I mean, it's an 86 page script. And now lots of that I knew because of the kind of the description of it and so on. I, I It was never going to be 86 minutes. Uh, but but it, yeah, it, it can't be it can't be over two and a half either. So I had to be very, very brutal. And, and the first thing I did was just actually lift out a number of scenes altogether that I thought, OK, let's just start with removing maybe there were four scenes that just came out entirely and then brought the others down, 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 you know, until I just couldn't bring them down anymore I thought and then I got some feedback and then I brought them down a little further and then uh, occasionally some of the scenes were a little bit too rushed then so I had to let them breathe a little bit more and then I found a way to bring two of those scenes that had been cut to sneak them back in by doing some cross cutting so we might just have basically the top of the scene where we see them for example there's a scene where 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 uh, Marion and Nigel discuss privilege and I thought it was an important scene and, I, and because what they're what they're talking about is important and and, and is one of the themes um, but we didn't need to see the whole scene played out in their bathroom room uh you know while Nigel is plucking his nose hairs and <laughs> that kind of thing so we were able to just have the top of it and then have the dialogue carry on under uh under another scene so those kind of things um just helped to bring it down but again I got I, I got um because because it is tricky to edit your own work I I made sure that I got some good feedback along the way and uh to, to help with each each cut of the film Great. And it is like the pacing of it is 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 kind of sharp. There's enough action. There's like it moves along at, at a pace. And the, the sound mix is lovely as well. I yeah. love the the soundtrack. That's a bit of Gemma Dunleavy in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we were we were thrilled because again from the actually Gemma Dunleavy was was kind of one of the inspirations, if you like, when just in the back of my head when I was um writing the piece. You know, I love her music and I love her style and I love her attitude, the whole lot, you know. So she was just kind of one of those, you know, iconic uh figures in the, in the back of my mind while I was writing and then when when um when we were rehearsing with with um with Maya and uh we were talking about her dancing scene and uh, Maya loves to dance as well and 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 uh but uh, basically I said look he, here's what I was thinking of I was thinking of something like this you know when we played the, the Gemma Dunleavy track and said now I have no idea whether we'd uh, be lucky enough to get any kind of uh, permission to use it or or whatever I said but for now well, let's just go with this and we'll just see what we can do and so so Paul then furiously in the background was making contact with Gemma's people our people were talking to Gemma's people and eventually we got it across the line which is brilliant because it's such a lovely track and it just feels to me it feels really special to have a, a small involvement uh, of of hers in in the film because because she was there in the back of my mind as I was writing it 
Fabulous. And tell me a little bit about now you had your um cast and crew screening uh yeah. j- just just the 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 last weekend. Um yeah. tell me tell me a little bit about what it was like watching it then with the audience. How did it feel yeah. with all the people involved? Um was that that beautiful satisfying thing? Yeah, it really was. It was it really was. I sat right at the back up the top um in the corner so that I could see the audience as well as the uh, as well as the screen which first time I've ever done that in a cinema, you know. Um that was so lovely to 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 be there with a in a, a full cinema watching it and hear the laughter where you I was thinking there might be some laughter and kind of hear the sniffles and little revelations, the odd gasp and things like that, you know. Um that was that that was really special and really lovely and it was just so so great to, to have so many of the cast and crew there because they really everybody put put their all into it. Uh, every every cast member is just fantastic, and every crew member really you know nobody held back in 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 giving the project everything they had, and so it was fantastic to to share it with them and thank them, um and and for them to kind of be part of that before it it heads off on its festival journey. And thankfully, lots of the cast and crew will also join us next week in in Galway, so that's super exciting as well. Really looking forward to that. Few scoops in the rowing club. We'll yes. see you there. Yay. <laughs> and and just before we go, I do want to say if if so you've just shot your first feature, you're you're about to see it born into the world birthed. Um, do you feel like you're you've changed as a filmmaker? What like if there would you go back and give your old self any advice or you know, like I mean it's a mammoth task to sustain something for that long to get it across the line, to lead it. Um, in in coming to fruition, so mm, it's like mm. it's a skill. Do you feel like you've picked up skills learned? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. I I, I just got gained so much confidence um in my filmmaking and my voice. Uh, and it's it's funny you touched on voice earlier on. That was something that I always struggled with uh, when I was studying writing and I was doing the masters and people were talking about it and it seems like such a nebulous thing your voice and you know, everyone wants to know about your voice and you're like what the hell does that mean, you know? And um and it is only really since looking back now on my shorts and seeing you know things that they have in common and and realizing actually I think you can probably tell that they're all the same filmmaker which is quite nice and then if you see this you can go oh yeah actually you can you can tell so 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 I, I have come to an understanding of 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 my voice and and what that means and uh and a clearer idea of that which is really helpful um uh, but, but so that really and uh, confidence then that 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 this can be done. Um, and uh, I mean, it was of course, it was an unbelievable amount of work, but but most of it was fabulous <laughs> and, and and fun and challenging and wonderful and all the rest. So, yeah, the only thing I do differently is maybe do it sooner and, and <laughs> have a bit more all. money. So, yeah, well, I mean, you've proved well, you can do it with crossed. no money. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's obviously what we would love. And I would love is that the next project, I don't have to beg, borrow and steal quite so much but hey if I do then <laughs> you know then it will happen exactly I shall rinse and repeat but uh f- fingers crossed now it, it'll it'll the next one will be that little bit easier um to get across the line you're in the Galway Film Fly you're going to be celebrating in the rowing yeah. club having a hoolie yeah. every night yeah. <laughs> so so what time is your screening so it's the 14th of July at 4 30 and tickets are going well so you know get there it's not quite sold out yet but I think it will be so uh do go online now and get yourself some tickets and uh and yeah join us and and stick around afterwards if you can for the little Q&A with cast and crew and then join us for a pint afterwards and yeah do help us celebrate so thanks so much for chatting with us uh we wish you the very best and can't wait to see you down in Galway Oh, thanks a lot. Uh, I've I've listened to so many Film Ireland uh, podcasts. It's such an absolute honour to uh, to chat to you today. Thanks, Gemma. Oh.
Thank you so much. Bye.